This Knowledge at Wharton podcast was produced in conjunction with NIIT Technologies. For more information, please visit NIIT-tech.com. As head of the Americas operations of NIIT, Lalit Dingra has been in a frontline position to witness the changes that have been happening in several domains. In this podcast with Knowledge at Wharton, he talks about the revolution that could happen in the air travel industry. Our guest today is Lalit Dingra, president of NIIT Technologies, Inc. Lalit, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for getting me here. Okay. So uh, I think we're going to speak today about emerging trends in the uh, air travel industry. So to begin with, I wonder if you could tell me your sense of how the air traveler today is different from the air traveler of, say, of five or ten years ago. What has been the change? Interesting questions, Mukul. Um, let, let me say uh, in the last 30 years we have, I call them as travelers 1.0, 2.0, and 3.0 in today's era. So when um, 20 years back or 30 years back, when we used to travel um, by an airplane, we should buy the tickets through the, uh, the travel agency or directly from the airline. And we used to have this bulky tickets carrying with us. And we used to go to the airport and get our boarding passes. And we used to board the plane and here we go. So then came the next generation in which we said we have now web coming in. So we started using the website to to get our tickets. But still, most of the people were trying to get the tickets through uh, the agencies or through the, air, you know, the airports or the airlines and then, then fly from there. Um, and if we had to make a change, we have to call the airlines. And we used to be not interesting in knowing what the rules are, but we were told by the airlines, these are the rules and that's what it's going to cost you for changing and all this stuff. And then um, comes the current environment in which a traveler is um, more tech savvy. So if you look at a traveler, business traveler today, they carry the, you know, the PC, they carry the iPod, iPad and um, iPhones or other devices, and they want to see that they get information on their finger trips today and now. Right. So, so that's the you know the difference between a traveler, what I call just light traveler, to a heavy traveler with in terms of the gadgets they carry, and they want to use those gadgets very effectively, and they want to see that all the data about their travel is stored in all the devices. And uh, airlines and airports and everyone around them have to cope with that issue. So that's a very good segue to my next question, which is uh, to deal with the new requirements of this tech-savvy traveler, as you as you call them, uh, or her. Uh, how have airlines and airports had to adapt uh, from a technology standpoint? I think uh, the airlines are responding pretty good. So if you look at uh, most of the airlines today have uh, very good um, engines uh, which actually on the website you can book the tickets, you can change your tickets, you can allocate your seats, we can see the seat maps and 
we can actually you know make all kinds of changes before we actually um, go to the airport we nowadays we can uh, get our boarding passes on our iPhones um, or other Android devices and then we are uh, off to the airport and um, the only thing I think they don't uh, get today is that they can't choose their meal which they're going to get it on the in the airlines and they hardly get anything in the airlines. <laughs> so, um, so till that I think it is good and now you have uh, internet access in the in the plane so you can be working in the plane doing all kind of stuff which you want to do so it's like you're not missing your office time when you are in the plane so uh, I think airlines have been uh, updating their technology working hard to ensure that they can personalize um, you know the, the service to, to an individual but there's still more changes which are required to be done in their systems um, so today if I want to book a ticket and if I'm booking on my phone and I have to now shift from phone to web, then it doesn't automatically uh, start from where I left. So I think that kind of a user experience is um, anticipated by an individual uh, traveler so that they can move from device to device without inter um, you know, interrupting the flow. Uh, so that is one thing which I think the airlines will pretty catch up on it. The airports um, also have to cope with this because they have to provide um, uh, certain things at the airport like free Wi-Fi or, um, you know, that the, the information on their iPhone, iPad about the layout of the airports, where they have to go. So all these things are coming up at the airport. So I think they're coping up pretty well to, uh, to beat the, the, you know, the the growth in technology for for a traveler but i think they still have to go some leaps and bounds so uh based on what you just said uh the fact that both airlines and airports uh have to invest in technology to cope with these changing needs of the tech savvy traveler uh is it true that air travel costs will have to go up to pay for these changes or is that not the case so I, I just give. I, I think it's a perception is that the uh, the cost of air travel is going up, but if I look the data of the last ten years, uh, you will realize the uh, actually the the cost for flying um, per mile is gone down uh, between two thousand one and or two thousand two onward. The cost is down. Uh, for the last 10 11 years so we have seen at least 30 to 40 percent drop if you take the inflation adjusted that's uh, remarkable cost so which a lot of people don't know they always believe that the cost is going up the cost has gone down per particular so if the revenues from travel are coming down uh, how can airports and airlines uh, pay for these investments in technology would it be because technology makes them that much more productive See, there are there are few things. If you if you look at the profits of airlines, that's that's not great. Mm. Um, they're all you know very thin profit, or some are not profitable at all. That's why you see a lot of mergers which are happening to exactly. to take care of the cost. Um, there are other methods of doing um, the cost savings in the information technology. They're using those models to ensure that they get ahead of the curve without paying too much. Um, 
uh, each of the airlines are now having innovation labs and um, they're trying to see, okay, how do we cope with this um, the technology movements which are happening. And But on the other hand, the regular run jobs, which are, you know, the job which is day-to-day -day lights on job, they are trying to outsource that um, to the to the IT outsource vendors so that the costs are contained, uh, both at the airport as well as at the, you know, the airlines. Uh, but as, as you said very rightly, the costs are going up and uh, the revenues is not what the revenue should be, but even with the ancillary revenues, with the baggage mm -hmm. um, and the other services uh, which they provide, uh, that is not able to bring the profits up very highly. They are better than what they were four years back, but uh, still a long way to go for them to be highly profitable. Right. Now, in addition to uh, either the, the revenue and cost factor, uh, another uh, huge trend in the, not just the travel industry, but most industries these days, uh, is is the pressure to go green uh, and to have business practices that are more environmentally friendly. Uh, I wonder if uh, you could share your perspective on what impact this has on the air travel industry and what you see the outcome to be. I, I think um, going green is good. Uh, that's what I think our um, environment needs. And airlines are trying to uh, ensure that they participate heavily on this moment. Um, and some of the, the airlines have taken the lead in it. Um, so they are trying to have the most um, most things done in such a way that there's a lot of recycling, their um, fuel efficiency is much more, there's a lot of innovation on R&D is happening towards the engines and everything which is going on uh, to ensure that um, they fly environment friendly. That's that's what they're, they're claiming at. And um, I think um, they move towards uh, paperless. I mean, if you, if you just remove the boarding passes, um, from it, the, the amount of paper saved is, is huge. So uh, right now we're not even at 100%, I mean not 100% or not even, you know, 70% that people are not taking the boarding passes. But, so I think there is a movement by the airlines and um, by the airports also that every information is trying to become digital, um, less, less use of papers. Um, within the plane they are trying to use the recycled uh, they're doing a lot of recycling. So that's how I think they can contribute uh, to make our environment better. So clearly, the as you just explained, the impetus to go green uh, is, is uh, forcing a lot of innovation in the air travel business. What are some of the other major innovations you see today uh, in, in air travel? And not just today, but also what do you see uh, some of the f as some of the future innovations that could transform the air travel uh, business. So these uh, very interesting innovation is is needed for every day. So um, I see a couple of things happening. Not only for for green, um, but otherwise also you know to cope with the uh, the technology movements up forward. So one of the things which I was talking to. Um, one of the airlines um, personnel and we were talking about Google Glass for example. Mm. So how can you use Google Glass at the at various places? So one of the thing um, 
which um, which came up was that okay if there is a person standing at the gate and trying to read your um, boarding pass to get you in so can't it be read through the google glass and scanned it and uh, the person just walks in and that's the google glass whereby the person who's at the gate and rather than having a machine which is you know which is going to scan your barcode and let you go so that is one of the thing which we talked about and actually we are participating with him to come up with this use use case and say how do we you know work that out for him the other things which um, could be at the airports are um, uh, is that the experiment which cnn did uh, a few years back was the the holographs and how how you can use them <laughs> so instead of the information desk you have those people talking about mm-hmm. you know or those pictures or those um, images images yeah. talking holograms right holograms so talking about you know what's uh, where where you have to go and which gates the flight is and all this information can be passed through them so that is could be the future futuristic way of looking at that you don't see the human beings right at the airport you only see the holograms there so that could be another one which right. i think um, can revolutionize the the industry and uh, just imagine next 10 years when you go to the airport there are very less number of people from the other side from the airport side or from mm-hmm. the airline side and you have um, um the security is that you have the different kind of machines you don't have to waste um too much of time in the lines you cross the line in a pretty quick way and and here you are at the airport at the you know the gate and uh, google glass guy actually scans you in and you're in <laughs> Yeah, and, and and perhaps it might also be that by then Google might have a pilotless plane just as it has a driverless car. <laughs> I don't want to be there at that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, any any final thoughts, Levit? Uh, no, I think it's a very fascinating industry. A uh, lot of innovation going on in this industry. Um, I am fairly involved in the information technology um, areas in this industry, so you know. we get some good ideas good thoughts when we sit down together uh, with some of the experts in this industry and um, and we believe that this is one of the industry which can become profitable over a period of time highly profitable over a period of time so but since, it's it's still some years to so go. since you work so closely with the travel industry of all the technology changes that have happened in travel what has surprised you the most i think the use of wifi um the wifi is the biggest change which, mm. which has uh, come in this so today if you look at um the airplane uh, you can you can be just there to do whatever work you want to do mm. i mean that's go go in flight which is there today now there are ways in which you know the pilots can use the wifi among the planes that is one another use case which is happening mm-hmm. in the industry that how can they communicate mm-hmm. uh, you know through internet mm-hmm. uh, while they are flying um so that connectivity mm-hmm. has the biggest the biggest change mm-hmm. uh, which actually revolutionized the whole way mm-hmm. uh, the way this whole travel industry has evolved mm-hmm. um, the travelers uh, the airline personnels uh the relationship between the airline and the traveler uh without being connected it are very difficult so i think that is the biggest change great 
Lalit, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thank you for having me. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.